Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. If you're looking to buy an electric vehicle in 2024, we've got some good news and some bad news for you. So on one hand, the number of electric vehicles that can qualify for federal tax credits got slashed in half on Monday. But also, drivers can directly access the subsidy when they actually buy the car. That's Politico's James Baikalis. And today, we chat with him about what these new rules mean for consumers, EV companies, and President Joe Biden's clean energy goals. It's Thursday, January 4th. So on Monday, two major rules related to the EV tax credit took effect, which together resulted in the number of vehicles that qualify for that credit of up to 7,500, falling from around 24 vehicles to just 12. So that's a major hit for the Biden administration's efforts to help subsidize these vehicles. There were two major rules that took effect on Monday related to the EV tax credit. The first is the foreign entity of concern rule for battery components. That rule prohibits automakers who are producing vehicles eligible for the credit from sourcing any battery components from suppliers with links to certain foreign countries, namely China. And also on Monday, the percentage requirements for the critical minerals and battery components that are sourced domestically for the vehicles eligible for the credit, those percentage requirements became steeper, both of which make it harder for automakers to qualify their vehicles for the credit. So which companies were hit hardest by this new update from the IRS? Yes, so the hardest hit company so far looks to be General Motors. They lost qualification for all of their models except the Chevy Bolt, which was discontinued late last year. So they have several new electric SUVs and these Silverado pickup truck, which are no longer eligible for the credit. They told me that these models just need some relatively minor shifts in their supply chain in order to re-qualify. So they're looking to regain eligibility in early 2024. And also GM announced on Wednesday that they would be providing their own discount to consumers for some of those models that no longer qualify for the credit. But it wasn't just GM. There were also some other popular models that fell off the list of qualifying vehicles, including the Nissan Leaf, the Volkswagen ID4, the Ford Mustang Mach-E, and the Tesla Cybertruck. And of course, as we've noted many times on the pod, electric vehicle adoption is a major component of President Joe Biden's clean energy agenda. So what do these new rules mean for that agenda and for Biden's EV transition generally at this moment in time? Yes, so it certainly can have a major impact. It is important to note that many of these automakers that lost qualification for their models could quickly regain eligibility as they work to onshore their EV supply chains. But the reduction in the number of qualifying models, it comes at a critical moment for EV adoption. 
We saw more than 1 million EVs sold in the U.S. last year, which was a record and the first time it broke that seven-figure threshold. But also, some of that sales growth fell in the second half of the year, and consumers are still worried about the cost of EVs and the charging considerations. So the reduction in the number of qualifying models, there's a risk that this could imperil the administration's efforts to make a wide variety of EV models cheaper for consumers. And in some more kind of promising EV news, you also reported on another change happening that could actually be a boon to the administration's efforts here. Could you tell us more about that change? Yes, definitely. So also on Monday, another change to the EV tax credit took effect, which allows auto dealers to provide the subsidy at the point of sale. An EV buyer could receive the credit of up to 7500 either as cash or an instant discount to the cost of their vehicle, rather than having to wait several months to claim the credit on that year's tax return. So the Biden administration has pointed to research that shows that a point-of-sale rebate is more effective for uptake as opposed to a tax credit. So the administration is really hoping that that change could really drive a major increase in the amount of people purchasing EVs and using the credit. Also, the developers of three New York offshore wind projects terminated a contract with the state. The announcement from Equinor and BP cited inflation, interest rates, and supply chain disruptions. The developers haven't terminated their contracts for the two other projects, but the move threatens New York's and President Joe Biden's clean energy goals, which both depend on offshore wind. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Today's program support is provided by Chevron. Progress means producing renewable fuels for today's fleets. Chevron intends to grow their renewable fuels production capacity to 100,000 barrels per day by 2030. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash renewable fuels.